the four things that make me want to listen to you, follow you, work for you, buy from you, be around you. I was in a, uh, I, I, I'll dig deep into this in just a second after we get the open out of the way, but I, I, uh, I paid to attend this two-day event this week, and it's, it's, it was with a couple of guys that I know from, uh, well, I don't know them, but I've, I've become aware of them at a distance. One of them went from 300 followers on Twitter at the beginning of COVID-19, it's just a random time, like early 2020. Like he had 300 followers on Twitter. Now he's got over 200,000 followers, which that metric in and of itself is not any huge deal, but he's adding a ton of value to the dialogue that's taking place in some social circles. And that's, that's causing people to want to follow him. And he shared, he and he and a, a partner of his um, shared some, shared these four ideas in this live event. And I thought there was total value in these. And I want to pass them along to you in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome in to episode number 148. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching executives, impacting their results, helping them grow their careers, grow their impact, grow their influence, and get movement on their teams and in their organizations. That's what we do as part of the firm that I co-founded called Lone Rock Consulting. You can find out a whole lot more by just following me on LinkedIn. I put out a ton of content there, and I've been picking up on uh, on Twitter as well. Getting real close to the end of this 30 for 30 challenge that I've been a part of, putting out 30 essays in 30 days, which is causing me to really do a better job of finding my voice and of creating content and being more consistent. And I talked about that in another episode, so I won't dig too deep into it. But um, so glad you're listening to this podcast. If you find value in this episode, just tap on that follow or subscribe button. You'll get two episodes Monday and Wednesday of every week, at least Monday and Wednesday um, in the U.S. By the way, like I've been talking in some of these episodes lately about you know how great it is that things are opening up and, and loosening up when, as it pertains to COVID and more travel and all that. And, um, and this person who I'm getting to know, his name's Mike and he's my, um, let's call him my accountability, um, coach or accountability partner in this 30 for 30 challenge I've been doing online. So Mike lives up in Canada. We don't know each other from Adam, but we were teamed up together, um, as part of the, the nearly 400 people who are part of this, this 30 for 30 challenge on Twitter. And, um, and so Mike and I do a call once a week. So like, again, we didn't know each other. We got on Zoom because <laughs> the group, the, the people who organized that event told us to. And uh, and so we did. And we got to know each other in the first event. Mike is a, a designer and uh, has been off on his own, an entrepreneur now. He's working for a design company and just a super good guy. Twins, who I think he said are nine years old. And uh, anyway, so Mike and I were chatting. We were on the Zoom call this past uh, week, uh, a few days ago, and he was describing for me in Canada where he's at that like his kids aren't even back in school yet. And uh, and like hardly anything's open. The gyms aren't open. You're only allowed to gather in groups of five. And like I'm listening to this, I'm going, oh, my gosh, like this is a blast from the past. Like, um, you know, that that was like June of last year for us in Arizona and in the U.S. And so. 
Mike just got his first and I know people are emotional about the vaccine for or against. So I'm I'm not taking a position on that. Don't read anything into this. Don't have any emotion over what I'm about to say. But um, Mike was telling me he was having his first vaccine shot this week and he was so excited about it. And uh, the vaccine's just not as available, apparently, at least where he's at in Canada. And uh, and so I guess my point from that is I'm 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 saying things like, wow, it's great that things are opening up and they're and and all of that. And I know I've got to be sensitive to the fact that there are people around the world who listen to this podcast every week. And some of you probably heard me say that in recent episodes and are going, what are you talking about, Russ? Here in here in our country or here in wherever I live, it's not that way yet. So I got a, it was a good reminder, Mike telling me that um, and, and watching him on Zoom, the emotion in his face and his voice as he described um, how that, that man, he was like just so wanting to be in the situation that we're in in some parts of the world where things are opening up and people are vaccinated or the the, the numbers of uh, cases of COVID-19 are going down. So anyway, um, a good reminder for me. OK, so this week I uh, I attended two days. Um, there were there were uh, a couple hour sessions on two different days virtually that these guys that I've become aware of on on Twitter um, and and have started following an event they put on and and charged for and so I paid for this months ago and the event actually happened this week and they covered a lot of different ground on building audiences and what they've what they've discovered and building their personal brands and all that stuff which some of you care about and some of you don't aren't interested at all I think you should be regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or ever going to be on your own I don't think that matters I think even if you work in corporate America. And in uh, a big company or a small company, you ought to be interested in building your brand, right? Like increasing the value of your stock. Um, number one, it helps you deliver results. It helps you grow. It helps you be more attractive to other companies, to your current company. It helps you be able to influence others in, in, in more uh, dramatic or more powerful ways. And so anyway, I'm a big fan of it. So I, I paid to go to this event and there was, there was actually a lot of value that they brought, but I want to share with you in this episode, one topic that I walked away thinking that is really interesting. Okay. And so they were talking about affinity. What causes somebody to follow somebody else? That was their context. Like why would somebody follow them on Twitter? Why did one of these two guys go from 300 followers on Twitter to over 200,000 in less than, or about 12 months? Like what, what's he doing? And so he was sharing along with his business partner in, in this or in this uh, event, he was sharing, hey, I think it's these four things that make people want to that, that ha- cause them to have affinity, affinity for someone else, um, goodwill uh, or a desire to follow them. Or you could even branch that out to work for them, be around them, buy from them. And I'm going to get to the four in just a second. But one other example, you know, one of the interesting things that happened at the firm that I used to work at for almost a decade. Um, and and one of the things that the new leadership of that company, um, which I have a ton of respect for and, and, and like a lot, but one of the things that they misjudged as they came in and replaced the old leadership team is the nature of our business. I don't think there's any, I, I think B2B selling like hardly happens at all anymore. I don't think companies buy from companies. I don't think groups buy from groups. There's some of that that happens, but I, I don't, I think it's very little. I think it's B to C. 
or C to B, and meaning, and, and so B to C is business to consumer, right? It's a company selling to an individual or the other way around, an individual selling to a company. What I've found is even with these, like one of, one of my clients right now is a, is a fortune 10 company, right? So it's a, it's one of the 10 biggest companies in the world as measured by revenue. They're paying me to coach executives and, um, and even in a company that big with that many tens of thousands of employees, they still are buying f- they're buying from me. In fact, now they're absolutely buying from me because I'm at the time that they they signed a contract with me. I was the only one in our company. Right. And and so it's not B to B. It's B to C. So I think we buy from individuals and the relationship. This is the thing that the, the new leadership of our of the firm I used to work at misjudged, in my opinion. Um, they got so many things right. They're doing so many things well. But this one, I think they misread. And that is, oh, whether it's General Motors or Ford or Amazon or Walmart or Cigna or Lockheed Martin or Chili's Restaurant or you name the company, they're not buying from the firm. I mean, they are, but they're really doing business with an individual from the firm. Like that's who they're paying for. That's who they want access to. And I could do a whole, like a long episode about that. But I, but I, the point is, we love to do business or interact with or go to work for a company because of an individual. I want to work for that boss. I want to buy from that individual. And what causes us to do that? These four things. Number one, goodwill. So, and and you could argue that these aren't the exact four right things, but I think they're pretty doggone strong. I think these are really good. So I have affinity. You build affinity with me by goodwill. Well, what causes someone to have goodwill? It It's that you have competence, you have expertise, you have experience in a certain space. That develops goodwill. Wow, you really know what you're talking about in that space. You've got some expertise, goodwill. You develop goodwill by making people know that you've got expertise, wisdom, experience in that space. The second the second item is gratitude. So they have gratitude for you. Well, what causes them to have gratitude for you? When you give away things for free or for less for less money than people would expect to pay. So for instance, on LinkedIn, I'm putting out a post virtually every day this podcast, I'm putting out all these episodes. I've never charged you for anything. I don't spend, I mean, I mentioned a few things you could buy, but I'm not selling a lot to you, right? Hardly at all. I'm just sharing observations. I've been doing it for three years now, and that causes you to have gratitude. Hey, Russ, thank you for telling me what you learned at Amazon. Thank you for sharing with me what you're observing with leaders that you're coaching and you're not charging me for this podcast. Thank you for that. Thank you for the post on LinkedIn. Thank you for the video that you did. Thank you for the live event, whatever it might be that you didn't charge us for. That causes you to feel gratitude for me, right? So think about in your situation, what are you doing that's causing people to feel gratitude for you? In the case of a leader or a boss, I'm sitting down and spending time developing you. I'm listening to you. I'm whatever it might be. So gratitude is the second category. So, so far, two of the four are goodwill and gratitude. The third thing that causes someone to have affinity for you 
is narrative. The narrative. This is super interesting. So when I started posting content on LinkedIn on a, on a regular basis and I wanted to grow my impact, like I wanted to reach more leaders and I thought, okay, there's a, there's pretty big organic reach on LinkedIn. One of the things I did was hire some uh, a LinkedIn consultant and then another consultant. I actually had two or three. And, uh, and what one of them said to me that was really game changing is she said, Russ, and she went through all my LinkedIn posts from like the last several months. And she's, she said, you know, you're saying some really valuable things at that time about culture and about leadership and about all these different things. But if I follow you on LinkedIn or I read your post, I don't really know you. Like, why would I listen to what you have to say about leadership or culture or whatever it is? When I don't really know you, like I don't feel like I have a relationship with you. And so what she said is you need to show more of your personal self, more of your story. And so I started what she coached me to do is once a week, post a picture of your kids or your family or make your post about don't, like, don't go off on some tangent, but make, give people more of a 360 view of you. And I will tell you my most or my, my biggest uh, engagement, my highest engagement on LinkedIn has been post about my family, about a kid. Like the picture I posted um, last year of my wife hugging our oldest son as he was leaving at the airport for two years on his missionary experience. And they're both emotional, right? And you can see it in their face. That picture and the and the short post, the, the text that I posted along with it, oh my gosh. I mean, it went not viral, like mil- millions didn't see it, but, um, and I can't remember the exact number, but it's, it's close to like a hundred thousand people who saw that post. It just, it absolutely got tons of engagement, right? Hundreds and hundreds of likes and comments and whatever else. And that caught, that's my narrative. So now you see that picture, you see me talking about this son or that daughter. So you'll see me do this. In fact, in these podcasts, I haven't done it as much recently, but I I certainly have tried in the podcast over the years, over the last three years, that every five or every 10 episodes, I might do an entire episode about um, one of my kids or something I'm dealing with. If If you kind of scroll back through the episodes, you'll see that. You'll hear me tell stories about it. I've shared very personal experiences. That's my narrative. So for you, how much of your narrative do your customers, your employees, the people that you're interacting with or you're trying to build affinity with, how much of that do they know? Are you, are, or are you like me where like on LinkedIn, I, was, I wasn't sharing any of it. Now you can go overboard, right? Like if I, if I was posting about my kids every day on LinkedIn, like my audience would manage like, okay, we got it. Yeah, thanks. We really appreciate that. But this isn't Facebook or, uh, or Instagram. We don't want to like, we, we need more than that. And that's not really why we're following you. So narrative is super interesting. Do the people around you, do the people you're trying to get to do, think about buying from someone. Whether it's a real estate agent or whether it's uh, somebody at, you know, that you buy, I, I think my wife in buying running shoes, like she's got a little bit of the narrative of the guy who owns the running shoe store not too far from our house. And he, she knows enough of his narrative to have affinity for him. And then there's goodwill and there's gratitude because of things he's done. I could give you a whole breakdown of what that guy has done to, to demonstrate these four things, super interesting, right? Hope you're getting value in this. So the three of the four are uh, goodwill, gratitude, narrative, and the last one, super interesting, tribalism. 
Tribalism. That's what these guys said. And I, 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 this is really interesting. So tribalism is you stand for something. So you're out there leading this group and, or, and, and so you're building and don't take this in the wrong way. Think of this in, in, in a good way. I hesitate to use the word, but cult like following because of what you stand for. You are against something. So you're not just, you're, you don't just have your narrative out there. You're not building, just building gratitude and goodwill. You're not just doing those three things, but you're also, you stand for something and you talk about that. You're on a mission. You have, you have an objective, something you're trying to accomplish. There, there's an enemy, right? And I say that loosely and broadly, right? You're against this thing and you're for that and you're leading this charge for it. And without tribalism, there's not as much affinity. So if you think of, I mean, you could go through lots of different people, business examples, spiritual examples, history examples, um, people that you buy from or do business with, I mean, leaders that you've worked for. And I think these guys nailed it. I think those are four things that build affinity and we buy, work for, want to be around, listen to people who we have affinity for. And so um, I hope I hope you're finding as much value as I got out of this. Like when they were singing, I'm just like typing on my, <laughs> my computer as fast as I can because I'm like, wow, this is good. And I, w- the, the test of time for me of a good idea is after I've slept on it, after some time has passed, a day or two or three. Like there are things that I think, wow, that's really good. That's profound. And then a day later, I'm like, yeah, actually that sucks. <laughs> like that wasn't really that profound. It wasn't that brilliant. It wasn't that impressive. Either something I come up with or an idea or a thought someone else came up with. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it sounded really good yesterday, but that must've been the Dr. Pepper I was drinking or, or, or whatever it was. Now, now it doesn't sound that great. And and so some time has passed a few days since I heard these guys say it. And those four things, the more that I've talked about them with um, other people, which I've done over the last few days, the more I've, I've heard myself describe them out loud to, to uh, clients and colleagues and others. And the more that I've thought about them, the more I've thought the, the better those ideas, those four things have sounded to me, the stronger they are. So we, we buy, work for, interact with, want to listen to, follow people who we have affinity for. You build affinity through building goodwill, expertise, knowledge, wisdom. You, you build affinity through gratitude, building gratitude, giving away things, taking time to develop, listening, adding value, not charging as much, giving free stuff up front. What you're investing in that person, you build gratitude, you, 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 the affinity comes through your narrative as well. You're sharing some of your story and you're letting people in at least to a certain degree, right? And that your narrative is interesting to them. And you're, you're, you're talking about that or letting it out the why kind of behind your working in this space or, and then the last one is tribalism. You stand for something and you're battling against something else. There is an enemy you're overcoming or there's a reason why people want to rally behind you. And so as I've looked at those four things and evaluated, 
everything from these podcast episodes to my post on LinkedIn, to the way that I interact with clients to like all aspects. I've thought, Oh, I'm doing really well in some of those four categories and I'm sucking canal water in, in some of the other four categories. And so it's just, it's been on my, my mind. So hopefully you find value in that. All right. Okay. If you haven't subscribed, tap on the subscribe or follow button. If you haven't told a friend about this and there's somebody who you think, man, they would really love hearing what, what I was just listening to, what you're listening to right now, text them the link or talk to them or mention or post about this episode on, on social media. That's how we've grown over these last three years. I hope you're all healthy. I hope you're doing well. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week, I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to RussHill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at Hill, my name, dot M-E. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. RussHill.me. Hill.me.